Hello and welcome to today's episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we've got a fascinating topic lined up for you. We'll be delving into the groundbreaking paper EMU Video, Factorizing Text-to-Video Generation by Explicit Image Conditioning. This paper is significant because it presents a novel model that improves the quality of text-to-video generation, a cutting-edge area in AI and deep learning. To give you some context, generating videos from text is incredibly complex because it requires translating abstract concepts into detailed, dynamic visuals. Historically, direct methods that generate all video frames at once have been used, but the results haven't achieved high resolution or quality until now. The authors of this paper propose a clever solution by factorizing the generation process into two steps, which we're going to break down for you. They first generate an image from the text and then generate a video conditioned on both the image and the text. By doing this, the model starts with a strong visual base and only needs to figure out how the image evolves over time. This factorization also allows the model to benefit from large datasets of images and their corresponding text descriptions, which are more abundant than video text pairs. That's right, Jen. So let's talk about how EMU video actually works. The authors use something called diffusion models, which are basically a way to learn how to go from random noise to structured data, in this case, videos. To be more specific, they adjust the noise schedule which is the algorithm's way of adding and removing noise from images during training, to refine the visual output. They also employ a technique called multi-stage training. Simply put, they start by generating lower resolution videos and then gradually increase the resolution. This helps the model learn in a more manageable environment before tackling high resolution generation. The results, the generated videos are preferred over previous methods in human evaluations. We're talking an 81% preference over Google's image and video, which is a huge leap forward. And when it comes to potential implications and applications, the quality and realism of AI-generated videos have significant impacts on media production, entertainment, and even education. Exactly. EMU video could enable faster content creation, and with its ability to animate still images, it opens a new realm of possibilities for animators and filmmakers. This brings us to the conclusion that EMU video is not just an incremental step, but a significant stride in text-to-video AI capabilities. It's a fascinating time to be following AI, and we believe that we'll see even more groundbreaking research in this space akin to EMU video in the near future. And Jen, it's these advancements that keep us at the edge of our seats eager to see how technology will shape our creative expression next. That about wraps it up for today's deep dive. Keep pondering the endless possibilities, and we'll see you next time for another thought-provoking episode. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit subscribe for more insights into exciting research like EMU Video. Bye for now. Are you ready to chase away the clouds and add some sparkle to your life with sheer ridiculous glee. Oh, I am Tom, and so can you with Photon Harpoon Whimsical Light Catchers Inc. That's right, Jen. With their absurdly oversized photon harpoons, say goodbye to dull moments and hello to high-flying sunshine. Spear the sphere of light and capture your very own ray of joy. Want to draw a masterpiece in the sky? Just aim, harpoon, and pull. With eco-friendly materials like laughter beams and giggle alloy, you won't just be lighting up your life, 
but doing it without harming Mother Nature. And don't forget the sun capsules. Surprise your buddy with a bottled beam of hilarity guaranteed to cause an epidemic of cheerfulness. Warning, using photon harpoon may result in an uncontrollable urge to frolic in fields, throw impromptu light show raves, or become an amateur sunbeam wrangler. It's fun, it's whimsy, it's the perfect cure for the rainy day blues. Grab your photon harpoon whimsical light catcher today and spear the sphere of light. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. Today, Jen and I have something a little different in store for you. That's right, Tom. We're diving deep into the cutting-edge world of AI and machine learning, specifically a groundbreaking approach to evaluating generative models, which are a type of AI that can create new content, like images or text, from scratch. And the research paper we'll be discussing today is titled Self-Evol, Leveraging the Discriminative Nature of Generative Models for Evaluation, published at ICLR 2024, by Sai Saketh Rambatla and Ishan Misra from GenAI at Meta. Don't worry if that sounds complex. We're here to break it all down for you in an easily digestible way. So let's start at the beginning. Tom, could you give us the context for why this paper is so significant? Absolutely, Jen. In recent years, text-to-image generative models have made significant strides. These models can take a piece of text and generate a corresponding image that is often incredibly realistic. But here's the catch. Evaluating these models is tough. Typically, evaluations look at the quality of the generated image and how well it aligns with the input text, a property called faithfulness. Up until now, human judgment has been the gold standard for these evaluations, which, as you can imagine, is not scalable. Thus, automatic evaluations are often used as a proxy, relying on metrics like relatedness of the generated image to the text. And this is where self-eval comes in. The authors propose a method that essentially enables a generative model to evaluate its own output. It does this by computing the likelihood of real images given text prompts, and it doesn't require any additional models for comparison. That's a game changer because it avoids several issues with current automated metrics, like clip score, which have been shown to have limitations. For example, Clip scores can be biased if the same text encoder is used for both training the model and evaluation. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of the methodology. Generative models work by learning to denoise inputs, constructed by a Markovian forward process that gradually adds noise to an image. Right, and self-eval uses these models in reverse. It estimates the likelihood of an image given a text prompt. If the likelihood is high, the image is deemed faithful to the text, and this likelihood estimation process requires no training, which is pretty efficient. But how do they ensure this is a reliable way of evaluation? The researchers conducted extensive experiments using a variety of diffusion models, and they found a high degree of alignment between self-eval's automatic evaluation results and gold standard human judgments. Now onto the implications. Self-eval not only sidesteps issues faced by other automated metrics, but also presents a novel and reliable way to automatically assess the performance of generative models. Which means, Tom, we might see more rapid advancements in text-to-image models because researchers can now evaluate their models more efficiently without always needing human intervention. Exactly. To wrap things up, Self-eval shines a new light on automated evaluation methods for generative models, it promises to speed up the rate at which we can improve these AI systems 
and it opens up new possibilities for accurately gauging AI-generated content. This could indeed be a leap forward for the research community. And who knows, Tom, maybe soon we'll be using AI like this to generate visuals for our podcast topics. Have you ever found your pet dragon a little too fiery to handle? Oh, I sure have. It's not like you can just take a mythical creature to the vet. Well, fear not, my mythical pet-owning friends. Dragon Fiddle Diagnostics, Inc. is here to save your scales. That's right, Tom. With their enchanted fiddles, they'll have your dragon purring like a kitten or roaring a gentle lullaby. Their team of professional fiddlers uses only the finest phoenix feather strings. Experts in the ancient art of dragon-taming melodies, they'll soothe your scaly companion into submission. No more charred furniture, no more burnt lawns, just the sweet serenade of a happy dragon swaying to the rhythm. Because nothing says calm down Draco like a concert of dragon fiddle's finest. So if you want to strike a chord with your inner dragon, give Dragon Fiddle Diagnostics Inc. a call and watch your beast transform into a beastie, both Dragon Fiddle Diagnostics Inc. striking a chord with your inner dragon. Welcome to another episode of the Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving into the intricacies of a research paper titled Multimodal Representation Learning by Alternating Unimodal Adaptation by Xiaohui Zhang and colleagues from UNC Chapel Hill. This paper is a pioneer in addressing the significant challenges faced by artificial intelligence in the field of multimodal learning. Before we plunge into the details, let's first provide a contextual background on why this research is groundbreaking. Multimodal learning involves integrating data from various sensory modes, like combining audio, text, and images to create a more robust AI model. However, the hurdle they faced was what the authors call modality laziness, where certain modalities overpower others, leading to suboptimal AI performance. Exactly, Tom. And to combat this, they introduced MLA, short for Multimodal Learning with Alternating Unimodal Adaptation. It's a novel process of learning one modality at a time while retaining the interconnectedness between them. Let's break down key concepts for our listeners, Jen. First up is cross-modal interactions, which refer to the interplay between different types of data input, like audio and visual cues in human speech recognition. Right you are. And another term that will come across frequently is modality forgetting. It's when an AI model optimized for one modality loses the information from another which the MLA approach seeks to prevent. With those concepts in mind, we'll delve into the core of the research. The research paper sets out with clear objectives to address modality laziness by introducing an alternating unimodal learning framework and to apply it in both complete and missing modality scenarios. They achieved this through a series of extensive experiments across five diverse datasets. The methodology incorporated a gradient modification mechanism during training and a test-time uncertainty-based model fusion. The results were pivotal, showcasing the superiority of MLA over existing methods. And the implications of these findings are immense. Yes, they are, Tom. MLA demonstrates a method for learning with missing modalities and provides insights on minimizing the dominance of particular modalities during multimodal learning. Wrapping up, the paper definitively proves the effectiveness of the MLA approach. Not only does it address the critical challenge of modality laziness, but it also shows adaptability in handling incomplete data. 
It's a breakthrough that could reshape the multimodal learning landscape. We're eager to see how this research will ripple through AI development. And that's a wrap on today's deep dive. We hope you now have a better understanding of this transformative research. Join us next time for more insightful discussions on the cutting edge of technology. Until then, this is Jen and Tom, signing off. Have you ever watched a ballet and thought, this is too human? Well, say goodbye to unpredictable pirouettes and hello to pirouette tech. That's right, Jen. Introducing the cybernetic sensation that's taking the dance world by storm, the cyber slippers. Where circuitry meets choreography, these toe-tapping tech wonders will have you questioning reality. With Wi-Fi-enabled toe tips, you can literally download new dance routines on the go. And with those built-in gyroscopic sensors, your Android ballerina will be doing fouettes around any fleshy counterpart. No more sprained ankles or sweaty rehearsals, just flawless performances every time. So strap on a pair of cyber slippers and step into the future of ballet with Pirouette Tech. They're not just redefining dance, they're doing the robot, literally. Unfortunately, we are unable to generate new content or complete the tasks you have requested. As a language model developed by OpenAI, I'm designed to assist and provide information based on existing knowledge up to my last training cutoff in September 2021. If you have any other questions or need assistance with a different topic, feel free to ask. That's right, Tom. And for our listeners, remember that we're here to provide insights, explanations, and discussions on a wide range of topics. So if you have a curiosity about science, history, technology, or any subject you'd like us to explore together, let us know and we'll dive into it with you. Tired of ordinary condiments haunting your fridge with disappointment? Well, fear no more. Phantasmic Scoville Spectres is here to exercise the bland right out of your pantry. With our Soul Sear Ghost Pepper Elixir, you won't just taste the heat, you'll feel the phantom flames lick your very soul. Made by ghost chefs who know their way around the underworld's kitchen, each bottle is a poltergeist party of flavor. Ghosts are standing by, boo-king your orders, ensuring that with every drop, you're not just dining, you're dining with the undead. Wanna prank your friends? Watch them summon the courage to try the sauce that's too hot for even the Grim Reaper to handle. So turn your meals into a spiritual awakening. Just visit Phantasmic Scoville Spectres and let the paranormal pepper party possess your plate. But be warned, it's not for the faint of heart or the tender of tongue. Call now and we'll throw in a spectral spoon stirred by a phantom for that extra ectoplasmic infusion. It's a taste of the afterlife in a bottle. Your taste buds will never be the same. Haunt them with flavor. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, where we venture into the fascinating world of science and technology. Today, we're diving into a recently released paper, which delves into the intriguing intersection of camels, climate change, and advanced machine learning. The title of the paper is Camels in a Changing Climate, Enhancing LM Adaptation with Tulu 2. Before we unpack the nitty-gritty of this paper, let's set the stage with some contextual background 
that underlines why this research is a significant milestone in its field. Indeed, large language models, or LMs for short, are the driving force behind many of the AI technologies we interact with daily, from virtual assistants to predictive text. The paper we're discussing today focuses on TULU2, which represents state-of-the-art performance advances in language models. It's part of an ongoing effort to adapt pre-trained language models to more specific tasks and user preferences. What's noteworthy about this paper is the author's comprehensive approach to evaluating recent advances, like new base models, fine-tuning techniques, and powerful adaptation methods. These are key scientific concepts our episode will discuss in depth. With that, let's steer into the core of the paper where the authors lay out their detailed objectives, beginning with their decision to improve on Tulu, the original language model. They've taken a multi-pronged methodology, incorporating various data sets and complex fine-tuning techniques to create Tulu 2. This suite of improved models aims to advance our understanding of the best practices when adapting pre-trained language models to downstream tasks. Their key findings are impressive. Tulu 2 not only outperforms previous open models on various benchmarks, but also matches or exceeds the performance of its contemporaries, like the GPT 3.5 Turbo. In terms of implications, such improvement has vast potential impacts on the field. It could aid future research into post-training language model adaptation and set a new standard for AI-driven applications. As we approach the conclusion of today's episode, let's recap the main points discussed. We've talked about the importance of the paper, its significant contributions to the field of language models, and how it aligns with the ever-evolving necessities dictated by climate change. Our reflections on the paper point to not just its broader relevance, but also to the promise it holds for future explorations. Camels in a changing climate enhancing LM adaptation with Tulu 2 is a significant stepping stone to what's beyond the horizon in language model adaptations. Well, that's all from us today. Remember, the journey through knowledge never stops and will continue to bring enlightening discussions like this to you. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye, everyone, and stay curious. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Have you ever looked up at the night sky and thought, wow, that's one messy cosmos? Worry no more, because Galactic Hoover Inc. is here to clean up the astral plane with their Event Horizon Extreme. It's not just any vacuum, folks. It's a black hole-powered dust buster with a gravitational pull that's out of this world. Say goodbye to cosmic dust bunnies and hello to squeaky clean space. With their stellar deep clean package, you won't even remember where those pesky asteroid fragments were floating. And remember their slogan, sucking up the universe's clutter one black hole at a time. Just make sure to secure your moons and space dogs before firing up this bad boy. Ha, you don't want Fido to become the first interstellar noodle, folks. But seriously, safety first. Galactic Hoover Inc. reminds you that they're not responsible for any accidental spaghettification. So if you're tired of navigating through nebulae leftovers and want to make your galaxy great again, give Galactic Hoover Inc. a ring. And tell them Tom and Jen sent you for an out-of-this-world discount. Trust us, your orbit is going to be so clean, you'll see your reflection in the Kuiper Belt.